You're listening to Very Loose Women. say it today hello and welcome to very loose women uh i'm leo in the studio tonight you just heard club integral and then our jingle and then pussy riot straight out of vagina which apparently is similar to straight out of compton i don't know is that a riff on that i'm not sure who knows um Anyway, we are in the studio tonight and we are talking about the Vagina Museum. Uh, Sola is here. Hi, Sola. Hello. Good evening. Um, and Florence, what was, <laughs> what was the pronunciation of your... I, cause, because you corrected Sola earlier, now I'm like, oh, no, I can't say it wrong. Shechta. Yeah, no, you got it right. Well Great. done. Thank you. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, who is in the process of setting up a Vagina Museum? So we will hear more about that uh, later on this evening. But first, as ever... Gripes and celebrations. Da, da, da. Oh, great. The jingle for gripes and celebrations. <laughs> oh, sorry. Frustrations and there celebrations as it has been gloriously rebranded by Sora over here. <laughs> so do you want to start? Okay, so mine is vagina related. FYI, FYI. Um, so today, I so I really like clots. As clots. Which are, clots, which are Coolots. like a flowy <laughs> pair of trousers. They look kind of like a skirt, that kind of thing. I love them so, 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 so much. But today I have, so I bought a new pair of clots and they're very, very fitting. And um, I was on my feet all day and I was wearing these trousers and, um, you know, like a wedgie, but all over that area. So like front, middle and back wedgie. A pinch. It was, I felt like I was being like... My body was like sucking in the material. Yeah. It's like you're being garroted by your own trousers. <laughs> yes. So um, I had to buy another pair of trousers um, for seven pound, and they oh. are also they're clots. And similarly to my other pair, they're black with white stripes. So I've I've stuck to the fashion theme. But um, I also had to change my pants because I was like, always carry a spare pair of pants. We've talked about this before. Oh, that's a good idea. And I don't practice that enough, which means I steal a lot of pants. You mean knickers, right? Yes, yeah, knickers. Like, sorry. sorry. I steal oh. a lot of pants from my girlfriend. She's not a huge fan of this. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> like my pants are my pants. Um, but my yes. pants are a lot nicer than mine. So <laughs> I've had like a wardrobe change, kind of, where I had to just change pants, change trouser pants, and my vagina is much happier. Did you find, because when I used to wear tights a lot, I would get thrush a lot. I've never mm. had thrush. Oh my gosh. Oh, what I a ha- blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I had it once and it was because I had a cold and like my immune system was looking the other way. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it does that. For me, yeah. it was a combination of tights and cycling and working at well, the French Institute. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> who knows if there was a link there. Um, I'm not a medic, like a, an expert. Anyway, I have a, um, I'm not, I, I was going to say maybe a frustration, but it's actually not. It's been okay. And I will say what it is, which is Sunday was my birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> no, stop now. Uh, <laughs> I turned 30, which is 
different from 29 in that it starts with a three. And um, <laughs> it's, it's been okay. I, um, I got... Uh, I was like part of a program to uh, like this training program, which meant I went to Tunisia and it just so happened that my mum and my stepdad wanted to go out to Tunisia. Then my girlfriend came and one of my best friends came. And so there was like this big thing where we had dinner in Tunisia. <laughs> it was really absurd, but I had a wonderful time in the end. So thanks to everyone. Well done. Yeah. And I am successfully 30 with some gray hairs and a lot of wisdom. No. Not, not that. That's not true. Uh, Florence, do you have any gripes or, or frustrations? Frustrations or celebrations? Oh, it can I, be positive <laughs> or negative. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of a frustration, but uh, uh, I thought it was hilarious. So the, so the other... Uh, once uh, I had an ex-girlfriend who... Um, was going down on me uh and she forgot that she left her phone on the bed and her elbow like knocked the phone and she didn't notice until <laughs> siri goes i'm sorry i didn't quite catch that <laughs> <laughs> and i thought it was hilarious and i like doubled over and she was like oh god mortified it's just i think siri was listening in the whole time <laughs> you know what siri might have been yeah. It, like it's a possibility we don't know how much our phones know about our sex lives oh god everything yeah. I just hope she was enjoying it <laughs> Siri the woman or the or your yeah. partner oh, no right. Siri Siri oh, I mean right. I hope Siri's not a woman also... Siri's a robot <laughs> <laughs> just to put that out there thank you for that clarification <laughs> oh my god when she comes and gets me it'll be like <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about the vagina museum what is this? What is the Vagina Museum, Florence? Can you tell us? It's going to be a museum about vaginas. Oh, right. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> um, how, how did the idea come about? Oh, so um, I am a, a science YouTuber. That's one of my many, many hats. And I was making this video, uh, Top 10 Animal Penises. Um, and it was loads of fun. So I was like, oh, I should make a vagina one. Um, and I went on the internet to find some research. And like, there was barely anything. I actually found there is a bias uh, away from vaginas and towards penises. I'll give you one guess why. <sighs> Patriarchy. Wait, a bias in what? In YouTube videos? No, 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 in research. In research. Oh, so right. in the past... <laughs> in penis 20... versus vagina research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, there's a thing. Like people do like their whole people lives. People know more about penises than they do about vaginas. Oh, so much. We know nothing yeah. about vaginas. Uh, the full anatomy of the clitoris wasn't discovered until 2005. That's insane. That what insane. do you mean full anatomy of the clitoris? Uh, so we always knew there was the outside bit. Yeah. Or, I mean, we thought we knew the, uh, there was an outside bit. There was a guy called Columbus who claimed to have Columbus. discovered it in the 1600s. I know. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, uh, so more to things island. to add to things <laughs> Columbus's haven't discovered. Um, but uh, where was I? So, oh my God, oh, there's sorry. just so much to so talk much to about. So, okay. But what, what happened was, right. is I found there wasn't very much research. So I went, uh, a friend of mine had just been to the penis museum in Iceland. And, um, so what? Well, You've I just been. went to Iceland. But not <gasps> Did to the you penis go? museum. Um, I would stood outside it and I was with my mum and my brother and yeah. I kind of felt like, Mm, do I go in? Mm-hmm. And I and there was a and I know it, this sounds I don't know if this sounds bad or whatever, but there was a kind of shady looking dude, mm. and there was just penises, mm. and I just thought I'm not really into this. <laughs> Wasn't very welcoming. Is it like a porny place? No, no. Um, it's just Have got, you been? It's very phallic. I know. Well, and yes. that puts me off a lot. Uh, 
it's uh, it's basically loads of animal penises, and it's just it's just animal penis after animal penis. It's not a porn thing. Okay. Like if you want a porn thing, like there are tons of sex museums and stuff you can go to. Great. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, the vagina. There'll be a vagina museum, right? Mm. If there's a penis museum, and they'll have information. And um, I went online and I did some Google research, and uh, there wasn't really like a physical place that I could go visit. There was a virtual museum. There's some medical museums. There's some art galleries. There's no like actual vagina museum uh, and I was really upset and I like tweeted and you can see this on Twitter mm-hmm. where I'm like guys there's a penis museum there's a vagina museum we should still make one and then I was like wait we should so make one and so this is my life now so where are you at in the process of <laughs> making a vagina museum uh, still very early stages this all happened in like March 2017 mm-hmm. and I've discovered it takes a really long time to build a museum uh, so I'm, I've just like recruited some trustees so that we can like be a, a proper charity and then hopefully the next stage is we're going to make a pop-up museum you know like uh, get a gazebo and some trestle tables and like go to Glastonbury and have loads mm-hmm. of drunk people like play with vaginas or something Sounds sounds like a, a good plan. What <laughs> like what what are you hoping will come out of this? Uh of the vagina museum yeah. in general. Yeah. Um so I mean I think a big thing is demystifying the vagina, destigmatizing the vagina. Mm-hmm. It's still a really scary thing and a lot of people think it's really gross. Um and I don't know why. Vaginas are amazing. Why what's your so you've got the vagina museum, what's your kind of ethos? What's your message? What you oh, wow. Um don't worry about it it's normal no that's <laughs> that that's a lot of things that so we worry about so many things well okay so i've actually done like some pra- like practice some branding and stuff okay and i think i want it to do three things right yeah educate mm-hmm. empower entertain so nice. i want people to to know about vaginas i want them to like feel empowered by their vagina and then also i want them to have fun because like we deserve a bit of fun you know that i mean that is true we do what 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 when people talk about vaginas do you ever notice a common like common problems in the way they speak about them or misconceptions in like you said parts of the clitoris were only recently sort of found oh my god um, oh yeah do you want to hear about this thing about, i do okay. yeah so, i'm actually very curious about this <laughs> in the in the 1980s there was this uh, i think she's australian surgeon um she was like practicing for exams and stuff and she was uh, reading up about the clitoris and she was like there's actually really like barely any information on the clitoris and she's looking into it and like yeah there has literally been barely any scientific research and she's like I'm a surgeon I need to know this shit you know I need to know what's going on down there so she started doing her own experiments basically I mean like all ethical like she like got funding and, and she didn't just randomly experiment okay. with people Good. Good oh god you joke about that but like oh history um and uh so in the 1990s she discovered that so you know there's like the nib on the outside which is great so she discovered in like the 1990s that actually that nib extends inwards into that very famous wishbone shape Mm. and then in 2005 she discovered there are also these bulbs Mm. and so it's uh, uh there's this like common sort of hypothesis that a vaginal orgasm isn't actually vaginal it's actually the internal clitoris having an orgasm not the vagina itself. This reminds me. Is this what you're thinking of, Sula? That um, Canadian animation. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I love oh. that so much. There, yeah. there was a. Um, uh, I shared it so much, um, and it was actually kind of the. I think it's the. I used one of the stills from that video for our kind of promo. Mm. Um, but it's a, the secrets it's, behind the very <laughs> <swimming laughs> So it's like a. It's in French, but. Um, 
It's called le critoris. In French, but what do you mean by that? Uh, in, French, <laughs> in French, it's very good. <laughs> um, and it's very clear and understandable. Yeah. Um, it does have subtitles is what I'm trying to say. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> many of us here understand French. Um, it was a it was a great video about the clitoris, and mm. it was saying like all these men over and over again have discovered and rediscovered the clitoris, and, <laughs> and so it talks about that, and it's it's very good. It's, I highly recommend watching that video. Mm. What kind of things do you want to put in the museum? Oh, so much stuff. Uh, so I want it to be like an encyclopedic. Uh, museum of the vagina so anything you could possibly ever want to know about the entire gynae anatomy is going to be in there so it's going to be everything from like science to history culture uh, sociology all this kind of thing you know so like I really want a Georgia O'Keeffe for example you mm-hmm. know I, what I find really interesting about Georgia O'Keeffe is she was adamant her whole life that her flower series was not vulvas she was like no get your mind out of the gutter like but okay so I don't know actually how she said it I know she denied it but did she was like was she like oh no oh my god how could you say that that's disgusting or was she like hey it's the 1920s and homosexuality is still illegal it's not a vagina it's <laughs> not a vagina so you know or it could be you know how when you're doodling and then you draw something you're like oh that looks like a penis or you draw something you're like yeah. that looks like vagina maybe I mean I'm not saying that Georgia O'Keeffe is doodling <laughs> <laughs> I think she's like one up of doodling right. yeah um, but like maybe like she would paint a flower and then yeah. afterwards be like why like, not really ask yeah. yourself, why am I interested in oh, this? Oh, God. No, you have to see Black Iris. It's undeniable. It's okay. undeniably a vulva. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Sheila Nagigs. Have you heard of a Sheila Nagig? I have because of that song by PJ Harvey that oh, is called it. Sheila Nagig. Oh, I need to listen to this song. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I, maybe we'll play it at the end of the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> Instead of that horrible is you? No, that's the show. So the ending song you don't want to play, but I'm adamant we're going to play it. I hate it. I hate it. Where's it? We'll I guess get, I'll we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so is Sheila Nagig, sort of, is uh, uh, in uh, like various parts of the UK. Mm. Um, they're, they're, they're like old churches and they have uh, at the entrances and stuff these carvings of people holding open their vulvas mm. but, and they're huge vulvas they take up like a quarter of their body and they're supposed to like I think protect the church from evil spirits and stuff and these carvings are called Sheila and gigs and they're amazing oh. you have to look at a picture of it have you had any really negative reaction to the idea of having a vagina museum <sighs> Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the responses have been overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found that the uh, negative responses generally fall into two categories. And then the second category is subdivided. I love labelling things and putting things in boxes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, uh, that just happened in my head and I had to say it. Um, so the, the first one is like, in the vein of, oh, vaginas are gross. So, you know, people saying on Twitter, we should open a close your vagina museum instead and stuff like uh, that. I know, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, God. Um, even I had someone say, oh, I told it, uh, a friend of mine was like, I told my mum about it. And she was like, oh, I don't want to, I mean, you know, I, I that's disgusting or whatever. And so my friend was like, but you birthed three children out of your vagina. Yeah. Like, isn't that something we're celebrating? And then uh, his mum was like, yeah. Yeah, no, actually it is. It is worth celebrating. Um, and then the second camp is um, basically people who don't 
sort of either understand or agree with the gender inclusivity of the museum. So mm-hmm. the sort of the party line is uh, not everyone with a vagina is a woman. Not every woman has a vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, um, so, so I either get one of two things. I either get... Why are you reducing women to just vaginas? Um, and I understand that because people have fought really hard for women's rights and, and try and fight the perception that, you know, we're just vessels for babies and mm. for penises and whatever. And so I totally understand that. But the thing is, is I've never claimed to be a women's museum. I, I claim that the museum would be one. Um, and I don't want it to be one. A, mu- a women's museum would be something very different. Mm. This is a vagina museum, a gynae museum. Um, and then the second one is people who just don't like the fact that I'm being gender inclusive, who just explicitly say. So I had this one person. Uh, we had an, a small art exhibition, and she. What, where, what was the context of that? What? Or where the was art exhibition? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was this tiny little thing I took to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Um, As part of the Vagina Museum. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. It was like a small thing. It was literally just like a sort of little test for me because I'm more of a scientist rather than an artist. So I just wanted to try it out. And uh, someone s- s- said on Twitter, uh, why have in your poster you called uh, them people instead of women? And I didn't say this because I knew it'd be antagonistic, but I thought to myself, do you not consider women people? <laughs> is that, is, is surely it's technically accurate at the very least. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say that I am a person and also I identify as a woman. So, yeah. That is accurate in my case. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to speak for others. Um, no. Anyway. Uh, you do a broad range of videos. Um, can you tell us a bit about your secret life as a YouTuber? <laughs> or not so secret? secret? <laughs> it's, it's literally on the internet. Uh, I, I do YouTube videos. I haven't done one in a while because I've been so busy with the Vagina Museum, mm. to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, I do like science videos, a whole range of things. Uh, and does the work with the Vagina Museum sort of feed into that idea of communicating science? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, I would say my day job is as a science communicator. Uh, so, you know, I perform and I, I train scientists how to be better communicators and stuff like that. And um, part of the museum is about communicating information about the gynecological anatomy because there is so much misinformation about that. Mm. Um, and a lot of it is also, again, poorly communicated. Uh, so absolutely, those those two things are going to tie into each other. There is this idea um, in the Vagina Museum that so, so the vagina has been under sort of discovered or underspoken mm. about. And that's a, there's a sort of activisty side to it. Are there any? Would you do you see it in that light at all as as a like a an work of activism? Oh, absolutely! I want advocacy to be a really big part of it because I want people to come to the museum and see all the shit that happens and actually how we need to be doing good things. And I want them to be so incensed that they're like, "What can I do?" And then the museum would be like, "Boom." Here's what you can do. And then it's like, go talk to your MP about this. Go on this project. Um, you know, contribute to our public consultation on this or something like that. So, so what are be, the... Oh, oh sorry. You'll be <laughs> displaying... You'll kind of be promoting advocacy and activism mm-hmm. and you'll have uh, the the means for people to go and do that yeah absolutely i want that like a special advocacy department where we do like lobbying and stuff where we pressure the government because i think less and less museums uh do not exist in isolation you know we can't just be a building where you go look at things and then you leave and you're like oh that's nice yeah you know so like you know london zoo for example is doing huge conservation work um and uh you know uh, like all these places, they need to be actually doing something about the world. So what what kind of issues would you be active on? You said like consulting your MP and I immediately thought 
Tampon tax. Or yeah, I thought yeah. tampon yeah. tax as well. Is, uh, like, what are the issues that you want to explore oh, with that? I mean, there, there are a lot of ones and it's something that we would have to, like the trustees and mm. stuff. But personally, tampon tax, absolutely. Um, and things like the pay gap, but then also um, FGM. There's about yeah. 500,000 people in the UK living uh, uh, or have, have, who have been cut. Um, uh, uh, representation in the media. Like, I think there needs to be... I, don't, I mean, I don't know specifically what I would do about that, but I'm, I'm not going to come up with the policy ideas right now. <laughs> Maybe in, in academia as well, as you say, there are, um, that struck me at the beginning that you said there are more articles on penises than oh, there yeah. are on vaginas. And also more broadly, um, it might be linked to the fact that male pleasure is portrayed more in the media. And, yeah. Or that is probably not true. But male pleasure is definitely uh, it's more I important. think it is male pleasure or kind of women in the eyes of men. Right. Yeah. The patriarchy. The male gaze. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, how can people contribute or help out or find more about out about this project? Oh, so you can go to www.vaginamuseum.co.uk um, or you can follow us on social media. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, we are at vagina underscore museum. On Facebook, we're the museum. Because so I tried to be vagina museum and they were like, you can't, that's a naughty word. Vagina is a naughty word. No, vagina is a naughty is, word. Is penis a naughty word? Uh, yes, but vulva isn't. Oh, yeah, you can use the word vulva. Nice, it's more scientific. Yeah, or, is or less people know it. But, okay, maybe. But isn't it that vagina is one part and then vulva is another part and then I get them confused? I sp- yes, yeah, yeah. Isn't that the thing? <laughs> <laughs> the the vulva is the outside bit, right. and the vagina is the like the canal. Right. Yeah, and the whole mm. thing is the gynae anatomy. Gynae. Well, gynecological. No, is it, well, that's just the, like, what's the whole thing called? Yeah, well, this is a really interesting thing. There is no, like, good word for it. There's the a gynecological anatomy. Uh, the closest you can really get, to be honest, yeah. is cunt. It's Maybe don't say that on the radio. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take a punt on that word. There you go. Now you know Apologies what it is. Apologies, Ofcom. Uh, oh, I don't know what Ofcom's rules are. I'm not a radio person. <laughs> no, it's fine. We used to not be aware of that regulation and nothing happened. So oh. hopefully... Um, <laughs> hopefully they're not listening. <laughs> hopefully it's fine. They're listening right um, now. And contextually, I think it's very relevant. If they have an issue with that, we can talk about... Um, representation of vaginas in the media and ask them about that yes. so like um, is there a penis word that they would uh, uh bleak out i mean probably out. but let's not try that <laughs> <laughs> we um, had them we had some penis words last week and i was like okay <laughs> soilo is there anything that you would like to see in this vagina museum any tips for florence any t- oh my god i i mean don't have trousers that are too tight don't oh my god just <laughs> Don't wear tight trousers, <laughs> which absorb up your canal. Like, that's not what you want. Um, I don't. I don't know really. I think um, I love the kind of intersectionality aspect of the museum and your kind of byline or what did you say it was a party line yes I really yeah. like that and I think that's something that I would love to see very much if it's mm-hmm. your party line just see see the embracing of that yeah i'm i'm really interested in uh talking about um in the like science gallery of it um about gender identity Mm -hmm. about intersex about Mm. um you know although like how basically they're like gender binary is literally not a thing and i'm saying that like as a scientist like biology does not care about your labels yeah um and yeah that'd be great um as people with vaginas in this room I wanted to ask, mainly because I've got a, a great answer to this. 
but what what is the most interesting thing that you have found about your vagina? Like, I only started looking at it properly, I don't know, fairly recently, I guess. But I did notice that it's got, like, jaggedy bits on the labia if you stretch it out. Okay. <gasps> yes! And yeah, yeah, I had yeah. never noticed that before, like... About like seven months ago, sort of. Yeah, yeah. What's that about? I don't about? know what that is. It's super I've interesting. And like, why would it be like that? What? Because it's like a shape of skin that you don't see anywhere else on your body. Mm. And it, I just found it super interesting. And yeah. I wanted to talk about that live on air. <laughs> <laughs> but you had an interesting answer yeah. to this, Florence. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so now, now that I had to say on air, I don't know. Well, no, no, no. I'm definitely going to say it. Um, uh, so I have asymmetrical in labia my my left one if you want to know specifically and it's my left not your left because my opinion about my body is more important um so my left labia is like all neat and tidy and perfect and it sticks on the inside just like a porn stars but my out my 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 right one is like super long and dangly and flappy like you could fly it in the wind and let it be a flag um (laughs) like super asymmetrical any anything you want to share? So you don't have to. No pressure. I'm just trying to think about just my vagina is just it's. Do we count the bush as average. vagina? Is that like part of the? Well, I mean, the use of the word vagina to describe the the vulva is a really interesting topic. Oh, oh anyway, there we go. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't really have any vagina stories. Uh, no, you oh, you need to get to. some. There was, I mean, there was a time when I was very young and I was riding on a bike and I thought that. Um, I'm going to try and be very quick here. So there was this car coming down the road and I like panicked and I couldn't get off my bike (laughs) enough. And I kind of cut, but it was the inside of my leg. Now, at the time, I didn't realise that the inside of my leg was not my vagina. Uh Um, And then when I came to have my period and I have um, polycystic ovary syndrome, so my period is Mm. AWOL or whatever. um, I thought that because when I, I was very late to have my period and I thought, oh my God, I'm never going to have my period. It's because of that bike incident. Oh. And, um, so yeah, turns out that it wasn't, it was a it cut linked. on my leg. So there's there's one vagina story. That was, thank you. I enjoyed there we that go. vagina story. Probably you Unrelated. But. Um, uh, yeah, no, I wanted to ask before we wrapped up, we've got a few minutes, um, but mm-hmm. um, a friend of mine, well, my girlfriend interviewed you and she said you had some interesting things to say about duck sex. So <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> end on that on note. Duck sex. Oh, yeah. God. Duck sex. Okay, so... Every, like uh, quite a few people know by now that ducks, uh, they have uh, corkscrew penises and people love saying this fact. But the thing is, is the story is actually about the vagina and it's less about the penis. So, okay, so here is the story, right? Uh, ducks mostly pair bond. And that sometimes means that there are males who are like left over in the mating season. They're all lonely and whatever. And so unfortunately they, you know, force themselves on some females. So this is how the females dealt with it. They evolved corkscrew vaginas. So they have males. So the males, they have like long straight ones and they're filled with lymph, not blood. So they're like kind of soft and floppy. Um, And she has a straight vagina. But then she was like, I don't like being like forced upon. So I'm going to have a corkscrew vagina. And so when he comes in, she can basically like control her vagina to stop him going in when she doesn't want him to. Um, and then what happened was the duck. It's, 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 it's a really great mating strategy. And so then the, the males, they evolved a corkscrew penis to deal with it. So mm. then, do you know what the females did? They reversed the screw. So now, and this is where we are right now, right? Yep. Is a female vagina, uh, the duck vaginas, 
uh, screw one way and the penis is screwed the other way. And so now the females have the control and she can even take him down dead ends. Like she has a little labyrinth and he'll like come in the wrong place and like there'll be no eggs or whatever. And she can be like, okay, if you're going to force yourself on me, I'm going to make sure you're not at least impregnating me uh, or like, you know, fertilizing my eggs. And we know that the, the, in the battle of the sexes, the females are winning because if you look at how many ducklings are born mm. uh, from the pair bonds and from males who force themselves on them, you can see from just literally from the numbers, the female strategy is working. Amazing. And what was the ty- kind of time span of this evolution? I have no idea. Oh. Like it, it was the time span of evolution. It's right. a, a long, it's long, fucking time. long, long time. <laughs> okay, that is. Um, we have a very short amount of time. All we've got time for. Uh, you've been listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance FM. That's at VLW Radio on Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast as well. We're on. We've had one iTunes. up today. Uh, there's a new one up today. Yeah. Uh, Peach Fuzz from Peach last Fuzz. week, uh, which is a queer academic access to academia magazine yes uh, which you can check out i listened to it earlier because i wasn't there last week and it's excellent so please uh, listen to that um you can find florence at flo shechter so that's yeah. s-c-h-e-c-h-t-e-r well done um, yep, yep, thank you um and then as i said we're at vlw radio we're also on facebook please like us we're going to have a fundraising event and uh we will say more about that next week and also resonance is fundraising a lot uh, over the next yes. few weeks, I just please donate to our fundraisers, <laughs> which are all over Facebook. Um, that is all we have got time for. Next up is please explain the song because I have no hands in this. Okay, well you press play. Yeah. Um, it's about pussies. No, you got to say more. <laughs> oh, it's about. I don't know what to say. It's just about vaginas slash. Can you pussies. at least say the artist? It's uh, Azelia Iggy Azelia. Is it? Yes, yes it is. Pussies. Here we go. Let's listen. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Pussy, Illy, wetter than the Amazon, kiss this kitty, silly billy, poppin' pillies, smoking like a swoosh, lit 